Hi there, this is Clark Terry here, reminding you to pull your bearskins a little closer to the fire. That's it. <laughs> now you're talking to me. Hey, uh, watch out for those snapping sparks. Everybody cozy? Now the good news is that you're in time for the humble farmer. You've worked hard all day. You deserve to relax now. So stay right there and listen to the best of this kind of music. Django here on the Humble Farmer program where you can hear No Things Considered. Send me a note. I am thehumblefarmer at gmail.com. Tell me what you do not want to be considered and I will not consider it. Back when I was a kid, back when I was a kid, I noticed that old men talked to themselves. 
Lou Robinson would talk to his cow. Forrest Wall would sing. And as a little kid, I thought this strange. Now that I'm closer to 80 than I am to 70 and hear myself talking out in the barn, I realize that what children hear is the very necessary articulated cogitation that keeps an old man from forgetting what he is doing. Teagarden strutting his stuff. I think he was from Texas. The email I got said, listen to this email. 
Defy Your Age, Miracle, Anti-Aging Cures Now Available. <laughs> now, to begin with, the word cure obviously implies that aging is a disease. And if aging is a disease, babies are born sick. These ads to sell pills to cure aging are written by young people. And these, these young people don't realize that most of us who are old don't mind being old. You got that, kids? We don't mind being old. We don't mind looking old. The only thing that annoys us is feeling old.
Django. Here on the humble farmer, thank you for listening. You might have read somewhere that when a woman wears a leather dress, a man's heart beats quicker, his throat gets dry, he gets weak in the knees, and he begins to think irrationally. They say this is because she smells like a new truck.
gets. Jerome Kern, of course, here on the Humble Farmer, where with any luck at all, you can hear me playing old-fashioned music just for you every week at this time, right here on your favorite station. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. So pleased to hear that uh, you are listening. I've met some of you and you said, Hey, Humble, I've been listening to your program. Well, of course, that's what keeps us going here. Back in the good old days, back in the good old days, privilege was inherited. The lord of the manor passed on the estate to his eldest son, which is, of course, why so many of the oldest sons were killed in hunting accidents. But since the French Revolution, the rich have had to buy privilege. One of my rich friends says, it is annoying to have to stop at a four-way intersection, and he thinks it would be nice to be able to buy the right-of-way. And this makes sense. He says, why? Why should a guy in a three-piece suit in a BMW have to stop and wait for a rusted-out old pickup truck with a bumper dragging on the ground to get across the intersection? Because back in the 17th century, you would have simply run right over them with your gilded carriage.
and go. One of my neighbors came up to me at the annual Blueberry Cove Lobster Feast fundraiser and told me how good I looked. <laughs> Do you like to have people tell you how good you look? Is this not another way of saying that you don't look any worse than you did the last time they saw you? Are they not implying that they are amazed? Hi, Robert. My, but you look good. Well, is there any reason I should not look good? You probably know that I am, well, I'm probably in a remarkable state of preservation for a man pushing 80. I've always had the posture of a cave dweller, and even 50 years ago, had you dressed me in a woolly mammoth skin and photographed me slouching along with a club over my shoulder, you know, and, and dragging a woman by the hair, you could have sold pictures of the tableau to a museum for display purposes, because I am genetically predisposed to slouch. So even when I was 20, I had the posture of a very old man, and I haven't changed. And when you are not an attractive man when you are 20, could you get any worse by the time you're 70? So, relatively speaking, your friends probably think you look good. If you are ready to take notes, I will pass along to you the secret for not looking any worse at 70 than you did at 20. Ready? Number one. I did not smoke, which, as every woman knows, causes wrinkles. Number two. I avoid the sun. I've always avoided the sun. I wear a long-sleeved shirt and hat and long pants when I'm out in the sun. Every woman in the world knows that sun on the face causes wrinkles. And finally, the most important age... Are you listening? And finally, this is the most important anti-aging secret of all. This is the reason I do not stagger about with a haggard, drooping nether lip and eyes that stare vacantly off into space. I could never afford to have children.
Are sure? And of course I pushed the wrong button. I didn't mean to play that. I wanted to play the one next to it. Too marvelous for words. And it's time once again to remind you that you're listening to The Humble Farmer right here on your favorite radio station where, with any luck at all, you can hear me playing old-fashioned music just for you. Special feature on this show is the No Things Considered. I've already done two of them, of course you didn't know it because I didn't consider them. If there was something you would not like to have considered, love to hear from you. I am thehumblefarmer at gmail.com. Send me a note, tell me what you do not want to hear, and you will not hear it on this show. One day, one day I discovered a box on my Gmail that I had never seen before, a little mysterious box, and it said spam on it. While trying to delete this spam stuff, I read this one item in one of the little boxes. Listen to this. It said, significant improvement in both length and girth. You can understand that this really grabbed my attention. Significant improvement in both length and girth. Because I quickly opened it to see what I could learn because some of my rhubarb plants are getting kind of spindly. Mystery Pacific, the train song. 
Django. Anyone who lives in Maine knows that there are two basic schools of thought when it comes to putting on your sweater. How do you put on your sweater? You can either hang onto your shirt cuffs when you put on your sweater, or you can let the sweater drag your shirt cuffs way up over your elbows. Every morning when I put on my sweater, I am faced with this ubiquitous metaphysical problem. Should I cast my lot with the cuff holders, or should I join those who don't mind their shirt cuffs pulled up above the elbow? The reason I have never taken a stand might suggest to an unbiased observer that one way is really no better than the other. The difference between the two philosophies is actually so meaningless and insignificant, I'm, well, I'm really surprised that the Two camps have never gone to war.
been listening to that for my word over 50 years ago I was listening to that and I remember reading on the back of the jacket it was a big 33 I had it said that Bix didn't like the way things were going when they recorded that tune and if you listen you could have heard him he came in on the piano solo there do 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 started and then he stopped but then there was a pause he blew those two notes dun, da, da, thinking that they would have to record it over but on the back of the jacket it said that he liked that version so much that he let it go imagine Bix was just a little kid in his 20s or so when he recorded that from time to time moving into the present century from time to time, people get new email addresses, and I lose contact with friends. While calling friends to get their new email addresses, I found this old June 4, 2004 letter from Mount Vernon, Maine, and this old letter said, Dear Humble, would you please send me the particulars about the article in the New England Journal of Medicine about the health benefits of gazing at women's breasts? My father is a coronary bypass survivor and would enjoy this medicine very much. Well, seems as I remember calling this valuable health tip to your attention years and years ago, and as a public service, I looked it up and will mention it again. Oogling over women's breasts is good for a man's health and can add years to his life, medical experts have discovered. According to the New England Journal of Medicine, just 10 minutes of staring at the charms of a well-endowed female is roughly equivalent to a 30-minute aerobics workout, declared gerontologist Dr. Karen Weatherby. There's no question gazing at breasts makes men healthier. Our study indicates that engaging in this activity for a few minutes daily cuts the risk of stroke and heart attack in half. We believe that by doing so consistently, the average man can extend his life four to five years. That's the end of the quote. Well, the interesting thing about this health tip is that it is a hoax. So I will not mention it again until some staunch elderly man can be found who is willing to advance the cause of good health and sound science by participating in such a study.
See if we have a battery in the microphone. <laughs> what happened to Humble? Did he fade out there into obscure room? What happened? Well, the truth of the matter known is keep putting off putting a battery in my microphone. You know how you like to get the last bit of use out of it? And I guess I did. You hear me out there in Radio Land? Am I coming out loud and clear? I am the humble farmer at gmail.com. Love to hear from you. A few weeks ago when I sent out my weekly wine and snivel email newsletter, a young woman wrote back immediately and asked to be removed from my mailing list. You know, I spent a lot of time getting out that newsletter, and it really hurt my feelings to discover that only one person had read it.
He got in. Stomping Mr. Henry Lee. I suppose that means dancing it, don't you? I'm going to dance this dance. And if you're ready for this, here is the silliest email I've seen in a long, long time. This email says that someone invented a breast implant that can store and play music. This breast implant is considered a major social breakthrough because women have always complained that men stare at their breasts and do not listen to them. You don't have to think about this too long before you realize that this is true. Women do not want men staring at their breasts, which is why women wear low-cut dresses and suspend on a gold chain about eight inches below the chin, a shiny piece of metal that would attract the attention of a crow at 200 yards. This flashy piece of metal is designed to divert the eye's attention away from the breasts and hold the eye's attention directly between them. To make this possible, every year, loving husbands give their aging wives two or three more links for that gold chain.
saw stars, I heard a birdie sing, so sweet, so sweet, the moment I fell for you, I saw stars, I heard an angel say, wake up, wake up, your wonderful dreams come true, a newborn feeling had me reeling, I said to myself, where am I? It's all so hazy, may sound crazy, there wasn't a star in the sky. Still I saw stars, I heard a birdie sing, so sweet, so sweet, the moment I fell for you.